You're listening to Snap Listings, the podcast, because everything happens somewhere. Hey, welcome to Snap Listings, the podcast. I'm Erica. I'm the CEO of Snap Listings and one of our hosts, and I'm here with... Hey, I'm Max. I am a digital producer for Snap Listings, also one of the people you see on Snap Listings and a co-host here at the podcast. We are here to tell you stories that happen in and around interesting properties because everything happens somewhere. It's true. Everything does happen somewhere, and we care about that where. And how it happened there, and why it happened there. And how much did their cost? (laughs) Always. Always. It is New York City. It is, so probably a lot. (laughs) Um, Okay, cool. So... Thank you guys so much for listening. I have the pleasure and privilege for the first episode of interviewing Erica. What? No way. Yeah. So we're going to talk about the story of Snap Listings today, how it came to be, where it is today, where it's going, and why we're making a podcast. So let's get stuck into it. Um, First things first, how did Snap Listings start? So Snap Listings is actually the brainchild of two incredible social media content creators, Dolly Meckler and Michael Hoffman. And they were creating content all the time, working at HBO. And Dolly actually did a video tour of this fabulous apartment in St. Mark's on her Snapchat. And the reaction was immediate. People were asking Mm -hmm. her, questions around how much it was, who was the agent, how can they get a property like that? And her immediate reaction was, this is crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. why is nobody using Mm -hmm. social media to create real-time relationships Mm -hmm. between an interested audience, because everyone's always looking for a new property in New York, Mm -hmm. and the agents who are the purveyors of this information and the ones who are going to ultimately make the connection between the perfect home and the perfect tenant. But Dolly wasn't an agent. What was she doing at that apartment? So she was not an agent. She actually was just there hanging out with friends, and Mm -hmm. she was so blown away by all of the amenities that Mm -hmm. were included Mm -hmm. in this apartment for the same price. She applied her ability for storytelling to a boring property tour. And that was really what her audience was reacting to, Mm -hmm. was the fact that she had a beginning, a middle, and an end on this story about Mm an apartment. And people loved that. I just love the idea that she took a night out Put it in a Snapchat story, and that became a business. That's an incredible idea, and it gives you hope for every night out. (laughs) Exactly. She was very intrigued by this immediate reaction that happened, and she brought it to her friend Michael Hoffman. And they said, you know what, let's try this with real real estate agents. But it couldn't just be any real estate agent. And I think this is another, this is another um, secret, this is part of the secret sauce of Snap listings, was they really found real estate agents who in their bones were storytellers. Mm -hmm. And so they might actually do real estate um, on the side Mm -hmm. or they have other passions, maybe creative passions, and they, but they saw Snap Listings as an opportunity to combine creativity and real estate into one place and to build a platform for themselves. And they scheduled it like TV. 
And the, the audience would be able to say, oh, I really like the Tuesday person. Mm-hmm. Or, oh my God, the one on Wednesday shows the most incredible properties. It's mm-hmm. real estate porn. And so the audience was able to select and personalize their content consumption mm-hmm. of the Snap Listings Snapchat account, because mm-hmm. that's how it started, um, based on their needs, whether they were actually in market and looking for an apartment mm-hmm. or they were really using it for entertainment and education. But how did they gain traction in the beginning? Because the, correct me if I'm wrong, they didn't do digital marketing. Like, how was it all word of mouth? So we got a ton of press in the beginning because one of our agents actually sold a $6 million apartment through Snap listings. Mm-hmm. As in, they showed it and then the the final buyer snapped in, was like, hey, I'm interested in seeing it, and then bought it. Mm-hmm. It tapped into that voyeuristic portion of real estate as well. Whereas, like, even if you're not technically in the $6 million market, it's still cool to see it. You know what I mean? And see it in such a casual, fun, real way. Instead of just seeing photos online, suddenly someone's taking you through the apartment and you're having fun and you're seeing all the amenities and that kind of stuff and vice versa. Maybe you're not in the market for an apartment for rent downtown, but still it's cool to see what's on the market. Um, that's why there's so many real estate, so much real estate content out there. Um, but to see it in such a snackable, fun, bite-sized way is really different. It was really different. But when did you come into play? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so a year before I moved back to the U.S. to run Snap Listings, I was walking in Central Park with Dolly, mm-hmm. and I said to her, I go, you know, I have a feeling that I'm going to be part of Snap Listings. Mm-hmm. So basically, um, fast forward a little bit, I decided in Mel- when I was living in Melbourne after about four years that I needed to come back to the U.S. Mm-hmm. And what was I going to do? Mm-hmm. Right, so I looked at. I was gonna maybe work for a developer, but in the back of my mind, I was always like, I think there's something with this whole snap listings thing. But the angle that I was that I that I saw was missing, and that I could bring to it mm-hmm. was this was a deep understanding of digital marketing. So I kind of said, okay, I think that there's something with the snap listings thing. I would love to take a crack at it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Long story short, I ended up partnering with the agency in Australia and buying snap listings from Dolly and Hoffman. And they stay, they are still involved as the creative directors. Mm-hmm. Um, but I really wanted to turn it into a channel that was going to feed the top of funnel that we could then filter through and create these really, really wonderful and positive experiences mm-hmm. for people looking to buy or rent property in New York City. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really, it's just a cool thing. I mean, to the fact that you were like, I was in Australia, but I knew I was gonna be part of this. I mean, that's the cool thing. Like right now we only have people in New York, but, which is just cool because it was attracting an audience of people that didn't even, just curious people that might move to New York one day, but just seeing it on such an accessible platform was really cool. But now you're you're heading the ship. You're spearheading things, which is really exciting. So where are we today? Yeah, so Snap Listings today has many faces. Mm-hmm. It's the many-faced god, it's Game a, of Thrones. Exactly. <laughs> and Snap Listings loves Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so where are we today? We still have a very, very strong consumer-facing brand, which is our Snap Listings social media accounts. Um, so that's Instagram and Snapchat. We definitely have 
kind of jumped more on the Instagram bandwagon. Mm -hmm. And our agents have are really becoming influencers in this space because they're honest and authentic and transparent and they want to give you the best experience and find you the best home. Mm-hmm. And they're not salesy. They like are your friends. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of our Instagram. And then our Snapchat, we also always show our stories. Um, and we're using that for the listings and for people who are interested in that. We are now moving towards our podcast, <laughs> which is very exciting. And um, we're going to talk about that a little bit more later, right? Yeah. So we'll talk about the podcast later. And our other side is the agency. Mm-hmm. So we have a full digital marketing agency that specializes in real estate. So our clients are developers, home builders, and brokerages um, in the U.S. who want to create positive digital customer journeys. So that's lead generation. So using Facebook and Google and Instagram um, in order to generate viable leads for sales and rentals, as well as lead nurture. (laughs) So, I mean, something I've loved seeing is that, you know, businesses and consumers couldn't be more further apart. But... Of the connection is that they both get super excited about snap listings because you hear social media and real estate, it sounds fresh, it sounds fun, it mm. sounds new. Uh, we know why the clients love it or we know why the consumers love it, but why do, um, let's say, developers, why do other agencies get excited about what you're doing on the platform end? Yeah. The reality is the person who spends eight hours a day consuming online content is also the same person who is going to be buying real estate. Mm -hmm. We're really deep experts in targeting the right audience who's going to be most interested in buying your property and bringing them into your funnel and then nurturing them in an automated way. Mm -hmm. So what's really cool about that is I asked you what you were doing for the agencies and as an agency marketing for your clients, which are developers, which are other kind of real estate brokerages, all that kind of stuff. But it still comes back to what you're doing for the consumer, which I think is the core of snap listings, you know? Yes. And I think that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, our our agency clients, like developers and home builders, understand that the world has changed and that consumers have the power now and that salespeople, real estate agents are really purveyors of an experience Mm -hmm. and they're concierges and they're the ones that are kind of helping helping the consumer understand the process hand holding when needed but really being a shepherd Mm -hmm. as opposed to a dictator Mm -hmm. i think it's funny that we have you know, the current state of snap listings, the current slate of whatever you want to say, influencers or agents or personalities that we have on the channel. They could not be more five more different people. Mm-hmm. But when we asked every single one of them, what makes you different than other agents? They all said in some way or another, people like to work with me. You know, mm-hmm. people trust me. I act as a friend. I ask, act as a, that shepherd character rather than someone who's just trying to make that sale. And that's what helps with the sales. You know, that's what people want. People... Um, because of the access of information, because people are more savvy now, because you can Google anything, they're more hip to what's going on. They want someone that's just telling it to them, no pun intended, or pun intended, real. They mm-hmm. want real estate. Um, exactly. And that's the where we're going. But let's talk about fun stuff. 
what's on the horizon, where are we going, why should people keep listening, all that kind of stuff. What are we doing? Whether you're buying or renting, we want you to make sure you're making the right decision. We want to help you with that. Mm -hmm. So the best way that we can do that is to provide you with the best damn characters to work with. I love it. And so we want to share our knowledge of storytelling and real estate through a couple of different ways. We're going to start doing workshops with real estate agents to help them perfect their craft in storytelling. We want to hold events, potentially events at open houses. We want to make it, we want to make them more fun, more entertaining, um, and more informational. Mm -hmm. So we don't expect you to come to an event and you have to transact. We want you to come and learn. Mm -hmm. One thing that we've really been seeing recently in snap listings is that we are getting a big first home buyer audience mm-hmm. because making your first property purchase is like the, the biggest deal. It's mm-hmm. probably a bigger deal than getting married, I think. Yeah, no, it's very, it's a scary thing. Luckily, I'll never be able to buy a house because I buy too many avocado toasts, but mm. I do love the idea of it on the horizon. That's it, very exciting. <laughs> and I think that like you'll fall into the category mm-hmm. of you'll, you're going to research the market for mm-hmm. like three years. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Because you're still saving, but like you yeah. want to be up on, you want to be privy to what's going on in the mm-hmm. market. And... What we're finding is that first home buyers love snap listings because we give you that it's very educational, but it's educational in a a really fun and social media way. Mm -hmm. It's like your friend telling you what's up. Mm -hmm. And then we also are really focused on turning our agents into real estate influencers. Ooh, what a buzzy word. Oh, I love it. I introduce myself only as an influencer now, so thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> but you're an influencer only on Fridays. Yeah. <laughs> Every other day of the week, I get to business. <laughs> yeah, so you're you're a Friday influencer. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like the best day, you I know? think that's the best day to influence, <laughs> We want these agents to be the ones that you trust to help guide you through this process. Whatever your process is, if you're renting, if you're buying, if you're selling, like mm-hmm. we want you to be like, I need to work with someone on Snap listings because they're real. Mm. Before we get into why we're doing a podcast and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, I want to do some rapid fire questions. Oh. I want to learn about Erica. I want the people to know who's behind all of this, wow. the mastermind. We didn't rehearse this. We did not rehearse this. <laughs> I'm going off book. You're I going love really it. really off book. Uh, so I'm just going to throw a bunch of things at you. Okay. Real estate related and not. Ooh, okay. I know. Okay. So where have you had your most iconic moments in New York City? Like what do you associate with your mm-hmm. favorite? So I recently got into surfing. No, no, stop clapping, everyone. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So I recently got into surfing, and I've been going every weekend and at a too rock, too far Rockaway Beach, and I have just been loving the whole vibe there. Mm-hmm. The urban beach combo. It just, it just everyone is invited, mm. and it's a great place for surfer. It's a great place to learn how to surf. Mm-hmm. Um, I love my surf school. It's called Locals, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, it's just been a great. It's just oh, you're a know. surfer now. You're about the surf life. Like it's beachy, think, beachy waves and salt in your hair. Yeah, but it's it's <laughs> iconic because I am out in the ocean and feeling the flow of the water while the planes are overhead are flying overhead going to JFK. Right. Like, what a juxtaposition. <laughs> it's literally right next to yeah. JFK. 
That's nice. And I love that about New York, is mm-hmm. that, like, I'm surfing next to JFK. To be fair, Central Park has the same kind of thing. You're in the middle of the woods, but also you can see all the skyscrapers. Yeah. So it's cool. I would say Central Park is a much more romantic vibe to me. Like, mm. just been, I've just had, like, a lot of very, like, intimate moments Ooh. there. Ooh. <laughs> well, we'll save that for another pod. Yeah, we don't have to. We don't um, have to that. Okay. Love it. All right. Another one. What do you think is the most overrated building in New York City? Mm. The most overrated building in New York City. Oh, oh, the Tetris building. Ugh. (laughs) (laughs) I hate the Tetris building. Mm -hmm. It's lame. It's so lame. It's weird. It looks like a pencil dick. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's it's it just it ruined the whole skyline. There's just that giant thing in the middle of it. And I don't like the colors. Okay. And you I, know what? It's just, we're recording it out there. <laughs> I don't like the colors. I don't, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. And I find it yeah, unappealing. It's just very, all around. Yeah, I find it very unappealing. That's fine. I live there, so it's fine. I'm, I'm kidding. As if. <laughs> I wish. Um, if I could move in tomorrow, I would. Um, all right. So, another one for you. Uh, where were you uh, or can you think of like a place where you have like a really funny, funny story? Like where were you the last time you laughed really hard? Mm, everything, everything happened somewhere. Everything happened somewhere. Where's the last somewhere that you were that you just like that one? That's a memory. Oh, yesterday I had a horrible day. I told you about this yeah, mm-hmm. because all in the space of 30 minutes, mm-hmm. I lost my AirPods. Mm-hmm. I sweated completely through my silk shirt and ruined it. Right. And went to take the subway to get out of the heat, and my subway card was kinked, and so didn't work, mm-hmm. and it was one of the ones that doesn't have the attendant, so then I had to buy a new subway card. I Can I tell you, I once ordered a full monthly card, swiped it, didn't work, I almost moved. I almost, I almost moved. Was did the, you get, did they well, refund I went up to the people, and they were like... Well, you have to mail it in, and you have to send. And I looked it up because you have to you have to Google that because they won't yeah. tell you because there's a whole process. You have to mail it in with like a picture of your ID, the date, time. You have to write a whole essay basically on when you bought it, where you bought it, what station to get a new one to get a new car to get it reimbursed. So I just oh. ate it. I ate the cost. I would rather my time is not worth. <laughs> Wait, I thought I heard though that I just have to give them my kinked one and they're gonna give me a new one. Is who, that wrong? Give it to who? The attendant. <laughs> no, no, no. I went to the attendant. I was like it's not working and you would assume they would just give you a new card but no you have to send it in to the mta dot whatever their address with a full-blown get to write a college essay on duped. why you deserve a new card yeah i've been duped yeah 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 but i love the city so it's whatever wow but yeah i, I just donated that the little money to de blasio's this re-election has happened fund. to me twice though. i have two kinked subway cards yeah but the longer you wait the less you're gonna remember about where you lost it and you're never gonna be able to i thought i could just go Switch it. Have you actually tried yet? No. Okay. Well, who told you you could do that? Chloe. <laughs> Chloe. Chloe's a liar. Chloe, you're a liar. <laughs> no, she's salt of the earth. Love that gal. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's come back to the podcast. Okay, right, we'll right. come back but to the But I podcast. do love that that gave us a lot of color on who you are. You know what I mean? Yeah, As a person. Totally. You know, Surfer gal loses things. You know? That's, just... that's me. Yeah. <laughs> that's all you want. That's, that's what you want. Running. That's what you want running this ship. <laughs> There it is. Um, all right. So why are we doing a podcast? First thing, nobody does a podcast. There's not enough podcasts out there. So we figured we'll kind of venture into these waters that nobody's in. But in all seriousness, not enough people are doing podcasts. I don't think anybody's doing a podcast about real estate. 
that's actually aimed towards the people that want to buy real estate or the people that are the consumers of real estate. You know, we, I mean, Erica and I, when we first looked it up, we were Googling and it was like, how to like work the system in your favor, how to make money in real estate, how to invest and crack the, the deals of real estate. And it all felt gross. No disrespect to people out there in case you read this. Thank you for subscribing. Um, but I, but the people, the, the kind of podcast that we wanted to make, and it's the same thing that came back to why the channel exists and why Erica bought the channel, not to speak for you, but it's because you can be educational and you can have fun with real estate. Um, and those two are not mutually exclusive. In fact, it's best when they're together. But Erica, mm-hmm. I want to hear from you. Why are we making this podcast and what are you most excited about? Yeah, so I'm like a total data nerd, and mm-hmm. so I'm just going to be honest. What we found when when we were looking at the data on the channel was that our audience really loved being educated and learning from our agents. Mm-hmm. And so we were like, okay, well, let's just give them more of that. Yeah. And if they're not the only ones that want that, I'm sure there's yep. lots of other people like mm-hmm. you listening. Who, Again, thank you. Yeah, who <laughs> want to learn from Mm -hmm. these people but also be entertained you know go on these great storytelling journeys right so we made this podcast because we wanted to give a platform to voices that are changing the game and we also wanted to just tell the stories of what of things that are happening because everything happens somewhere Ooh, love that (laughs) so we wanted to talk about what's happening and where and why Mm -hmm. that's happening there. Mm -hmm. So we're really excited to bring you some like true crime stories. Ooh, someone got taken. We're going to do day in the life of uh, working at Google or Facebook. Mm -hmm. How do those buildings serve you? Mm -hmm. What's that campus like? We all want to know. Definitely. What are the meals like? That's most important. Of course, that food court. Are we getting Chick-fil-A? Are we getting Chipotle? What's the good? We're actually getting duck ramen no really well that's a step above i know and uh we also wanted to tell stories about how neighborhoods are changing Mm -hmm. so um you know everyone thought that bookstores are dead but actually they're having resurgence Mm -hmm. so let's talk to to some bookstores who have been in the neighborhood and hear about how those things have been how they hear their stories we want to bring on people who are going to be honest and real about their stories um, but also are going to like kind of give you the opportunity to think differently and to either think like an agent or think like a more informed consumer, mm-hmm. um, but also be and but also have fun along the way. I love that. I'm on. I'm on it. I'm on board. What are we doing? I love the stories. We're telling stories. We're living. We are living. You made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to subscribe, follow us on Instagram and Snapchat if you don't already, and stay tuned, Snap Listings fam. We're going places.